Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Afternoon, Maraid. Finally, we've a bit of winter. <laughs> yeah, it had to happen, Sean. Good afternoon to you. It had to happen. The winter turned up and uh, with a bit of a bang. And I think it's gorgeous, actually. Um, I went out yesterday morning and we had very dense fog here and complete ground cover with frost. Didn't took it took it until about midday to get it clear away, but um, it was really gorgeous, lovely outside. But of course, look at the the icy weather brings its own problems, and I'd urge any farmer out there or anyone with a business to just check for leaking or burst pipes, especially pipes where if the water's leaking, they can create icy patches, and you'll have the risk of falls and slips. And watch out as well for you know frozen pipes when it comes to to animals you might notice that the the water truck isn't full or you know is filling a lot less fast than it was Mm. so animals need plenty of clean water at this time of the year when they're housed they need it to be able to digest the food that they're getting and also if you're going out you know if you're in in the older age group in particular and you're going out to check livestock that's uh, on an out farm or that's way down the fields or somewhere like that Make sure you tell someone where you're going and, and what time to expect you back so that at least people, there's nobody going to be more like scratching their heads like where, where on earth is he or, or her, where are they gone? Yeah. And, um, and you maybe have had a fall or a slip or something like that. And in the summertime, it's, it's, you know, it's different because the weather is warmer. But in the winter, you know, you can get very cold very, very quickly. So just let people know where you're going and tell them when you're going to be back especially if you're going off to an out farm to check livestock. Yeah, uh, and the, I assume all, all, the, all the animals are, are uh, nicely ensconced indoors now. Well, with plenty to yeah, eat. Most, most of them. Yeah, well, now our sheep, we, we have only some of the sheep in um, and they're very comfortable. But the sheep have their nice heavy coats on now and they're, they're used to the weather and they know where to get good shelter. Um, there's a, we have a big old tree up at the top of the road and um, top of the lane. And the amount of sheep that sit underneath that in the winter time, because it gives them very good protection from frost. But no, a lot of dry, young dry stock are out as well. They're not going to do any damage to the ground. And the ground on the whole is in very good condition because we hadn't we haven't had an awful lot of rain over the last two months. So animals are still outdoors and, and they're plenty hardy and well able for it. Gosh. What mightn't be able too much for it, though, are the little garden birds. I, I had feed out there for them now for the last few weeks and they didn't go near it. But certainly in the last couple of days, they have been devouring the peanuts and the bird seed and uh, the fat balls. So uh, don't forget to feed them and, and give the old um, containers that, you know, you put the stuff into. Give them a good old wash because, uh, you know, you, you end up with sprouting you know, <laughs> bird food and it <laughs> causes all sorts of trouble. And uh, so, yeah, so um, uh, get all that organised as well and feed the little garden birds. Right. Now, you were telling us a few weeks ago about uh, the, the soil sampling scheme. How's that been going? Well, it's gone like a bang, Sean, to tell you the truth. Um, over 15,000 farmers applied for it in the space of two weeks. So, um, so there was a, a certainly a real appetite for it. And it was a free soil sampling service being offered by the uh, Department of Agriculture. It's a pilot study. And the idea was to check the soil health and use the results as a basis for nutrient management advice into the future. So, you know, by doing the soil sampling, you'd be able to find out lots of information about how much potassium or magnesium or whatever is in your soil. 
and and instead of guessing at it and putting out fertilizer ad lib, which nobody can afford to do now, and which we're being certainly directed not to do, that this would give you the information on the the the, the nutrients in your soil, and you'd be advised then, you know, on on what to do after that, and it would also help with um providing some information at least on the soil carbon results for the land. So there's loads of good reasons and uh, for farmers to apply for it. And they did, 15,000 of them. And the first lucky 5,000 got positive news last week uh, that they will be included and they can expect the soil sampler anytime and that'll be up and running. And this week, I think about another maybe 5,000 will be notified as well. So it means that not everybody who applied for it is going to get the um, the soil sampling done. But the government has, you know, it's, it's a, especially with the Green Party, this would be a big target of theirs. Uh, there's been about 15 million set aside for the project for next year. So you can expect to hear more from early in the new year. And if you didn't succeed in getting through this time, hopefully you will the next time. Right. Now, like, as if we didn't have enough to worry about, uh, swine or avian flu oh gosh well no well look it's it's really what it's about is um it's animal health and antimicrobial resistance awareness week now there's a title for you and and basically it's um it's just to make people very aware of the fact that they need to keep animals in good health and they need to be watching them so that if anything goes wrong they can be a prompt diagnosis and, you know, whatever has to happen has to happen. Um, so it, it's especially if it's an exotic disease, because, you know, you're talking about a whole load of different things here. It's not just um, avian flu or swine flu. There's Newcastle disease. There's blue tongue. Of course, there's BSE. And, um, you know, there's there's other ones there as well. And we're a big food exporting country. And. There, if you have one of these infectious diseases, you can get seriously restricted in where you can export that food to. So um, at the moment, there's, I think, an avian flu outbreak in County Monaghan. And basically, uh, it's it's happened on a turkey farm up there. And um, there's a compulsory housing order in place for poultry and for captive birds. So it's it's just it's asking people basically to be aware and watch their animals. And if they think there's anything wrong, get a prompt um, diagnosis so that treatment can be applied or or animals can be housed. Uh, Because the last thing we need is restrictions on what we're exporting due to an outbreak of disease. Oh, God, yeah. That's the last thing we'd know. Uh, Yes, we don't need this. Right, so, and and you wanted to tell us as well about uh, uh, another scheme, planting 30,000 native Irish trees. Yeah, this is, you know, the amount of people that are planting trees... You know, we people, you know, get given given out to about, you know, the state of hedges and all the rest of it. Um, but there's an awful lot of planting going on. And um, and this in this case here, it's a Revo co-op, which is a base in Mayo and the surrounding counties. Big co-op up that side of the country and big dairy co-op and, you know, home stores and all of that sort of stuff. And um, they have an initiative to plant 30,000 native Irish trees during the month of November. And you can have, it's not just, and they're not all oak or ash or whatever. There's a big um, selection, alders, birch, rowans, white thorns, oak, scots pine, willow. They're all among the, the ones that are on offer. And they can be collected free from homeland garden centres. There's really no excuse. All you need now is the shovel and a bit of soil. And um, 
it's part of a, a wider Arivo agribusiness sustainability strategy where they'll be working with schools and community groups and farmers and a whole load of other people to leave behind the lasting legacy of trees for the future generations. So it's, you know, I, I was doing a piece with um, uh, Rachel Doyle of the Arboretum down in Carlow and uh, she's just won the Retailer of the Year across all categories, like, you know, right across everything that's a retail in Ireland. Their business has won the Retailer of the Year. And she was telling me that um, one tree planted can convert enough CO2 to oxygen to support a family of four. So apart from the aesthetic reasons, which is why most people plant trees, you know, they plant a nice tree they can look out on, you know, they plant one when a child is born or you know, so to remember, to, to, you know, as a memory of somebody. But I mean, apart from all of those good, re good enough reasons, there's really the good reasons from, uh, you know, a whole sustainability point of view as well. Yeah. So it's a nice little it's a nice little project from Arivo. It deserves support and you have no excuse. You can get the, the free trees from their, their, their homeland garden centres. And, you know, they're, they're they're And they're not just kind of giving them out and leaving them out there. They're working with the community and schools and all the different groups to make sure it's a success and they have that legacy for future generations. And, and where did Arivo get the money to pay for all this or did they get a grant or something? Well, I suppose the, the um, well, well, again, it's the, you know, most of those big co-ops, um, which a lot of people don't know much about. And you, you know about them when you're in the farming business because they're so important to us. But it's a lot, a lot, a lot of it is about good corporate citizenship. Um, you know, there's so much money set aside for that. And, you know, whether maybe helping men's sheds or, you know, hospice groups or all the different things that they can work with. You know, this is the project that they're on at the moment, which is to plant more trees. Uh, you know, like, do you remember at the at the you used to go to the ploughing a lot? Yeah. Um, yeah. The the board, Nimona, not board, Nimona, which the forestry department of forestry used to always be giving out free trees. Half the holly trees in the country um, that we have now were given out for free as little kind of, you know, I don't know what you call, what you, bare rooted um, plants, you know, maybe about, you know, 18 inches tall. You carry them home in your handbag nearly. And the, the, everybody used race to get to the, the, the department's um, stand to, or the forestry stand to be able to pick up their free um, little trees. And, you know, they, we, we've one of the hollies here now and it grew. It's a fine tree now producing plenty of berries. So, um, so it's a, it's, it's a kind of thing that has happened before. And, you know, it's a nice project for people to get involved in. Indeed, yeah. And there's a, there's a couple of other things. Maybe we'll, we have run out of time, unfortunately. We will talk about those next week. Another couple of interesting uh, sustainability um, uh, initiatives happening uh, in, in the farming world. Mairead, thanks a million as ever. Mairead Larry, there you are listening to the Moncrief Show on Newstalk. We're going to take a break. Moncrief on Newstalk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.